When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And welcome to Steelers post game on DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcasting Network. And he's Chris Halleck, and I'm Dan Kovacevic. And um, wow, uh, that was a, a football team playing football in a way we have not seen this year. Even in the game where they won in Cincinnati, that was a that was a performance by a lot of guys. A lot of a lot of guys, guys who aren't guys, right? I mean, the secondary <laughs> was down to Josh Jackson and practice squad members, and they, I mean, they beat Tom Brady. I mean, can it get better than that? I, I think it can get better <laughs> than that, and I, I'm going to summarize a couple of ways why here. Ideally, one is that they beat Tom Brady and Leonard Fournette, yeah. who looked to me to be the one Tampa Bay player who was going to be able to take this game Mm -hmm. from this rabid, hungry opponent that they were facing here. Mm -hmm. And and the other one is that, you know, look, players don't think of these scenarios the way we do and the way you do. They don't look at the schedule. They don't say all hope is lost. Mm -hmm. Uh, because next week is Miami, and the week after that is Philadelphia, and then, right. uh, no, no, we're still not going to have TJ, and all these other guys are... They don't do that. They're looking at the next play, and that's that's something that comes from the head coach. Mm-hmm. I've criticized him for that same thing because he doesn't always face the music because he doesn't like to think back to the last game or ahead mm-hmm. to the next one. Yeah. But that comes from him, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And actually, I, I I asked him about Chase Claypool, who had won a hell of a game today. And I asked him, like, what does a game like this do for Chase? And he was like, yeah, because over the last few weeks, I mean, we were in Buffalo last week. He did not play a good football game last week at all. He hasn't couldn't, had a good season. He couldn't catch the football. And t- today he caught, I mean, multiple huge catches and Tom was like, Oh, I'm not painting with a broad brush or anything oh, like that. Geez. Yeah. It was, it's the typical Tomlin answer. But well, again, chase balled out, Mitch balled out the secondary ball. This is, I'll, this is I'll, I'll leap on top of that. Yeah. I spent some time with chase. Okay. And he and I had a similar conversation after the game in Cincinnati, in mm-hmm. which I felt he played very hard mm-hmm. and did a lot of things that are in his wheelhouse. Now I'm not going to turn a W into yet another opportunity to, pile on Matt Canada. But I'd been calling for weeks for Chase's script to return to what it was in Cincinnati. What's that mean? Running the football. What'd they have him do early? Run the football. That means throwing to him in real quick slants out of the slot. What'd they have him do on the first drive? Run quick slants and boom, boom, boom. And then you get his confidence up. He has the ball coming to his hands. He's feeling good about himself. Mm -hmm. And then what do you know? You throw downfield. And he makes that catch. He makes that catch. And guess what? Earlier in the game, he made another one downfield that I liked almost as much. You know why? Here, stand in front of me, Chris. Yeah. All right, we're going we're gonna to act this out for you. Okay. He's Chase Claypool. I'm annoying Tampa Bay guy behind him. Okay? But what happens last week if a ball's coming to Chase Claypool? Yes, that he does that. What did he do this time? Way out there. Yeah. 
He had his hands out there, his arms out there, and he brought the football in. Yep. Okay, get his confidence up. He is a talented player, yep. but you have to give them the right scripts. Yes, absolutely. And one more note about Chase Claypool. He's the receiver that broke the streak. Finally, a receiver catches a, t- a touchdown pass. It took only until the sixth game for it to happen, but he was also the guy to, to break that streak, too. So a huge game for him. Really, really good to see him be able to be a, a huge contributor in this. Stay with us. A lot more on this. And when you go through a list, Chris, of yeah. players who had to uh, had to – What's the word I'm looking for here? To avenge themselves or, or whatever it is, it's long. Yeah, it really is. Okay, yeah, yeah, And yeah. when you're talking about, we mentioned Chase at length, but you're talking also about Devin Bush making the play yeah. of the game. Yeah, right. I mean, it's a tie game if he doesn't break up that two-point conversion. And probably, I mean, definitely the play, not only the play of the game for him, but probably the play of the season for and, him. And the prettiest thing is about the play is that he was explaining it to me in the locker room, he's reading Brady's eyes, which is usually not smart, okay, because Brady knows how to look you off maybe as well as any quarterback who's ever lived. And sure enough, Brady did this, according to Bush, where he kind of looked real quick to his left, and Bush thought to himself, he's going to go to Chris Godwin. Mm -hmm. This is what what he was telling me. And then I saw his eyes do that thing, and I'm thinking to myself – that's his first. That's his look-off look. Yeah. You follow me? Yeah. Okay. Where does the ball go? Right. To Chris Godwin. Yeah. Who beat him? Yeah. Bush did. Yeah. Really nice. Other guys fit this profile as well, though, don't they? Yeah. I mean, a lot, lots of guys. I mean, but I mean, we can't talk about this game and not talk about Mitch Trubisky coming in. He's one of them, and <laughs> I think he fits right in. Yeah. And and I mean, Kenny Pickett goes down. The, the stadium just. It got really quiet. Like I this. Mean, yeah, it was just uh, the, the just Kenny Pickett goes down because this is. I mean, actually, that's because whenever he was uh, first sitting on the ground, a Kenny chant came out because they were trying to chant, trying to get him like, "Oh, you're okay, you're okay," you know. And Kenny chant starts going and just he walks off the field. He goes into the blue medical tent. He then goes from the tent to the locker room and just They're the air fine. gets the air gets sucked out. But Mitch, after a couple drives, he starts he makes some throws and he finds Pickens on a third and long he finds Claypool on a third and, and he long. made things happen in the way that he's made yeah. them happen in the past and mm-hmm. that means of course not the dink and dink and dink yep. that Canada was having him do right off the bat but eventually when he started slinging it a little bit yep. and when he started scrambling a little bit yep. and he had that run I'm pointing to the part of the field I'm, now I'm glad that you brought that up because, because that, that yeah. I mean that they won the crowd over. I think yeah. that might have been the greatest achievement yeah. of all of this game was that Mitch mm-hmm. Trubisky won the crowd over with a run. They loved him. Yeah, because that, that was the play where I was like, okay, he was already making great throws. But at that point, when he makes that run and he breaks the tackle and he keeps going and he gets that, it was a nine-yard gain to make it second and one, and that at that point it's just get another first down and you put the game on ice. That, that was whenever I was like, okay, this is a one heck of a game for Mitch Trubisky. And good for him i mean it's not been easy for him it's never easy for a quarterback to be benched uh and to deal with that and he said it was just the 24-hour rule put it behind and then he's and the cam hayward really really complimented mitch's uh ability to be professional about it because remember mitch is a captain on this team well, you still got to prepare yeah and that, that's the thing that, that i think that gets lost whenever a backup comes off the bench it's kind of like some people will think of it as like a video game oh here's this next guy on the list right that guy had to prepare all yep. week yep. as if he was going to play the 
entire game with almost no reps in practice. Pretty right. much no reps in practice. Right. So yeah, now big hats off to him as well. I'm going to throw another one out okay. to wrap this up, and it's going to be a, just a blur of names, mm-hmm. uh, any of whom could be Isaiah Loudermilk. <laughs> uh, who did you mention? Who's 16? Uh, Josh, Josh <laughs> Jackson. Oh, we even know their names yet. <laughs> one of okay. our one of our one of our subscribers in the comments said uh, Charlie Batch. Charlie Batch was out there. Yeah, actually, the real Charlie Batch was yeah. here today too. So, right. um, there was uh, who else? James Pierre was out there. James non-stop. Pierre was, was pretty. And good James today Pierre too, yeah. was physical. He gave it everything that he had. Terrell Edmonds made. Uh, uh, Te had yeah. to play the role of multiple safeties. Mm-hmm. And Mike Tomlin, I think. And Te like, was supposed to be exposed more than anybody in this game. Remember? Right? Yeah, and I think uh, I think Tomlin referred to him. I, I'm trying to remember the quote exactly as. Pretty much as like, as like a hub of information today, like really being able to direct the secondary he today. He had to. Yeah, he had to because he's the only <laughs> starter left. Uh, but no, that, that's that's a really, really good game from him. Uh, we, we mentioned Josh Jackson, James Pierre. Uh, Spillane had, had a, a, a pass defended. But the guys who yeah. came into this is, I'm talking about the ones who just came in right. and, and had to take people's places, including when Larry Ogunjobi went down, we saw you know, we saw uh, you know Chris Wormley, Montrevious Adams, other guys come onto the field. This was the classic standard is the standard game. Yeah, and that is, I don't care how much of a Tomlin basher you, you know you are or whatever else here. Heaven knows I criticize the man all the time, but you, no one hears your criticism if you don't give it up in terms of praise when they do well. And yeah. that right there was a Mike Tomlin football game. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he 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 kind of dumbed it down. He, he didn't really, I don't want to say dumbed it down. He didn't like, you know, he wasn't in there like celebrating and everything. He was kind of like, you know. They're two uh, and four. Right. And, yeah. and, and he understands that. And that's why he wasn't talking that big of a game. It wasn't like back in 08 after they beat the Ravens and a huge, you know, win to no, win the division. No, no, yeah. It wasn't like that. Not none of this stuff. No, and- no, it wasn't <laughs> like that. It was. It was still very much a coach of a two and four football two team. Two and four football yeah. team that has a chance, a chance to be three and four next yeah. week against another Florida team down in Miami. 